I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. cold night of February 17, 1997, Patrick McNeil left the Dapper Dog Bar in Manhattan after a joyous night drinking with friends. It was guest bartender night, when a popular student was chosen to bartend. The management hoping to entice their friends to show up and open their wallets. Patrick had been to the Dapper Dog numerous times before, the dive bar becoming a local haunt for his chosen group of friends. He could hold his alcohol usually, but not tonight. Patrick was observed by witnesses stumbling more than usual, falling against parked vehicles and vomiting. He started to walk south, headed on 2nd Avenue from 92nd Street. He was unaware that he was being followed. A vehicle, occupied by a man and a woman, slowly followed him up 2nd Avenue as he stumbled forth. He was last seen on 90th Street, toward the East River, the vehicle still lurking behind him. Fifty days later, his body was discovered on April 7, 1997, in the Bay Ridge section of Brooklyn, at Owl's Head Water Pollution Control Plant at the 69th Pier, 12 miles from where he disappeared. The question is, did he drown, or did something else occur? Hmm. Okay, so we are tonight talking about the smiley face killers. Mm -hmm. Before Drew dives deeper into the story, we wanted to let you know what we are drinking tonight. We're sipping on a cocktail that I guess we're kind of dubbing the serial killer cocktail. Um, So it is one and a half ounce bourbon. This is all for one serving, so you would double it for two. One and a half ounce bourbon, which we use Maker's 46, um, one and a half ounce of cherry liqueur, and then um, pretty much you fill the rest up with lemonade. Right. <laughs> so like, I don't know, a half a cup of lemonade, shake it up in a shaker and then pour it into the glass uh, over, you know, like shake it up with ice, pour, strain it and pour it into a coupe glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made one for me, one for Drew, and it's actually really nice. Yeah, it's pretty refreshing. Yeah, it's perfect. It's like, because it's like cherry lemonade with a kick with the bourbon. Yeah, and it's really hot here, so. Yeah, we were sweating to death earlier. We went to our favorite, favorite local bar and we were sweating our butts off. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're back home and we are in air conditioning and we're good to go. So we're going to dive into um, the theory of these smiley face killers. And this is a newer thing. Like this is. Well, it's not newer. There's, it's been since 1997, early 2000s. Well, that feels newer than some, some other stuff. 
True. That's true. And then and then it's been there's been a resurgence. There has been a resurgence due to TikTok and social media, which we will get into. Um, but I the reason why I picked this was because um, it just seems like you know the disappearances in Chicago. There's something more nefarious part maybe going on. I think so. Um, and so let's let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So Kevin Gannon of the NYPD was assigned to the case of Patrick McNeil and concluded that foul play was involved. In Patrick's autopsy report, there was allegedly a ligature mark around ligature? his yep, around his neck that could have been some sort of binding, mm. as well as multiple fly eggs in his pubic hair, oh. which forensic pathologists believed to be like he had to have been on land before his body was dumped. Because flies can't lay eggs in a body that's floating in a river, nor can they do in freezing temperatures, which was like around the time in New York, it was really cold. Well, February and right. then to April, right? Yeah, okay. Um, so they need a warm area, preferably like 50 degrees or higher. And the theory is that his body was inside a building during the cold New York winter before it was dumped. Okay. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Right. So Gannon was taken off the case. Um, why do we know why i i did do not know why i think it's just because he was stating this stuff and like the other detectives were saying that this no this is just an accidental drowning this is an accidental drowning you know there's nothing here that we need to look for, okay. for there's no pattern here um so it was ruled an accidental drowning so he promised the mcneil family that he would get justice for their son mm-hmm. he started to join forces with tony durant and Mike Donovan, who Gannon served with on the NYPD for many years. So later, um, Doc Gilbertson, uh, whose real name is Lee Gilbertson, mm-hmm. would join the team. Um, Doc Gilbertson has a PhD in sociology specializing in gangs, substance use, and victimology. Okay. So they released their first book in 2014 entitled Case Studies in Drowning Forensics. So in this, they investigate 13 cases of bodies being recovered from bodies of water in the similar circumstances. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Because yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like formulating some things. Right. So they actually have a website. They call themselves the Global Death Investigations. The website is um, www. Um, it's like, it's gdinvestigations.com. Okay. And that's where I found all this information if you want to explore their site on your on your own. Okay. Um, apparently, the detectives have investigated 45 deaths of college-age men in 11 states around the country starting in the early 2000s, all mysteriously found in large bodies of water. And Gannon, Gannon told Newsweek, actually, that they have 681 cases My in their database that seem to be connected. Okay. That's a lot of cases. That is a lot of cases. So, so if- you think about just like, you know, sample size and, um, you know, population. I'm going to like some statistics here from like my, you know, <laughs> I, if you're, if you're just thinking that, like if you're thinking of your sample size versus your population, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Do they know yet what connects these deaths? So I couldn't, f- I mean, there are some, patterns but not every single one fits the same as of right now they're just trying to keep everything in the same database to see yeah so i I think i think there's some overarching similarities but not every single case has all of the qualifiers okay do you understand yes okay Mm -hmm. 
Sorry, I had to get a sip here. <laughs> All right. So the te- detectives believe that there is a large group of murderers stalking young college-age men who are athletic build, mostly Caucasian, with relatively high grade point averages. Oh, that's interesting. How would they know that, though? That's what it said. I'm assuming okay. that they just, like, you know, after the death, they're like, oh, we're going to look at this guy's... You know, where unless, can you go to school? Unless someone's being stalked from a, for a period of time that's like, okay, this person has a high average. I don't right. Know. I don't know how you know that, but that's interesting. Per his report, he believes that the victims are drugged in bars. Okay. In nightclubs. Unable to make it home, are abducted and killed and disposed of a couple, a couple days later. But why do they call them the smiley face killers? All right, that's a good question. <laughs> so that comes from what is found at the crime scenes. Ah, okay. So per the detective reports, there is a pattern of graffiti that is found close in proximity to where the bodies are found, which is a crude spray-painted smiley face. So um, I'm showing Stephanie some pictures here of the alleged calling card. Um, We're going to post these on Instagram Instagram so that everyone can see these. But it's... They vary. So there's like, there's a smiley face with a circle. There's smiley face with... Circle circular eyes. There's smiley face with straight eyes, like right? Straight line, and then there's smiley face that has a nose with a dot, right? And there's some that don't. So, so it's interesting how they vary. Yeah, like that. That feels like there's multiple killers here, maybe. Or here's here's my thing, and I want everyone to keep kind of an open mind here. Okay, is that maybe these aren't? Maybe it's just happenstance because the smiley face I feel like is a pretty like just like if you're gonna do graffiti and you're an unknown artist and you're like a kid what are you gonna draw you're gonna draw a smiley face i guess so but the thing is with that that kind of is weird is that with these killings there's a smiley face graffiti that is really close to when these bodies are found and do we know when the graffiti appeared was it before or after i don't know if that information is known because I think because that way would be interesting if someone came forward and said no 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 that smiley face graffiti was there like ten months before that murder happened, and I would hope somebody that would have known that information would come forward, but yeah. that I don't have that information. Okay, all right. I was just curious. Right. So there are there are so many of these cases, um, but I just want to run through a handful of them. Okay. Just to kind of show hey, look, there are some similarities to these cases. Okay. All right. All right, so there's Brian Weltson. On March 17th, 2000, the remains of 21-year-old college student Brian Weltson was found washed ashore Lake Street Beach in Gary, Indiana. He had gone missing 77 days earlier in Chicago, Illinois, after celebrating Y2K. People said there were no sounds of foul play, and his death was ruled as an undetermined drowning. Police have said that the, if a smiley face was present, they have not said if there's a smiley face present in, near the death site. Okay, so this is just a random person who potentially drowned. Right, but it's close to 2000. it's close to McNeil's like 1997 piece there in Manhattan. Is there any other evidence that would would link it to? So. So what, I, what these cases that I'm going through. So this one in particular doesn't have a smiley face. No. But is there any other weird things that would lead police to believe that it was foul play or lead lead them to believe there's something more going on here other than he drowned? So I didn't find that information 
yet. Okay. However, I, I won't go ahead and say, I was going to say this at the end, but all these cases that I'm pulling from for, for these, like the sample mm-hmm. is from, there's a new docuseries that has come out oh, okay. called um, The Smiley Face Killers, The Hunt for Justice. Okay. And we haven't watched that yet. Um, but yes, I, I do want to know if there's something for that specific one because it doesn't kind of fit. It just fits like the, oh, he may have like, I mean, it's interesting, but mm-hmm. but it's just it doesn't fit the narrative. There it's yet. interesting that he went missing in Chicago and ended up in Gary, Indiana. It's a very long way. Yes, that's the only. I think that's probably maybe what connects it is just the the length of like where he you know disappeared from to where he was found. Okay, all right, go ahead. So then there's Todd Gibb on July second, two thousand five. The body of twenty two year old Todd Gibb was found in Oved Hall Lake in Casanova, Michigan. He had disappeared three weeks earlier on June 12th after attending a bonfire party with friends. His death was ruled an undetermined drowning. A smiley face had been spray-painted on a tree near where Gibbs' body was found, and a smiley face sticker was later placed on his gravesite. Okay, that's weird. Okay, so that one is weird. Yeah, so not only... Is there like something spray painted near where his body's found, but also on his gravesite? Yeah, who is smiling at the fact that someone has died? Like, who would like? It's one thing to like, oh, we found a spray painted smiley face. One, that's one thing, but to have a smiley face sticker put on his gravesite, yeah, th- like who the fuck is smiling when someone is is dead? Right, and so and I don't know if so. so I that one's weird. Yeah. That one's weird. Okay. So then there's Lucas Luke um, Homan. On October 2nd, 2006, three days after he went missing, the body of 21-year-old college student Lucas Luke Homan was found not far from the shore of the Mississippi River. His death was ultimately ruled as an accidental drowning, and the autopsy report noted acute alcohol intoxication was a major contributing factor. A smiley face was found spray painted near where Homan's remains were discovered. So <clears throat> one thing you'll note in some of these, which also is conflicting, mm-hmm. is a lot of these cases, these guys, you know, they go out to bars, they get intoxicated, and then they wander off and they wander to like a body of water and they end up in the body of water somehow. That's weird. <clears throat> and so, but I mean, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I've never been that intoxicated to where I've like said like, "Hey, I'm gonna go like jump in the Chicago River when it's like freezing out." Right. I have. I guess I gotta have the wherewithal. But I guess maybe that's. I, and I'm not speaking to my own like to somebody else's truth there. Where like you know maybe you black out. It's just a weird circumstance. <clears throat> he wouldn't have someone else with him who could help him potentially. Right. It's just it's weird, and then to have the smiley face again spray painted near his remains right like that seems to be the the one that's what's connecting line. yeah that's right, like right, the right. one through line that's connecting everything <clears throat> okay next so Let's... tommy booth on february 3rd 2008 24 year old tommy booth was found drowned in ridley creek behind a bar he had gone missing about two weeks earlier on january 19th after celebrating a friend's birthday at the same woodland pennsylvania bar his death was ruled a probable drowning, and there were no signs of trauma. 
a smiley face was painted on a wall in the park behind, like under a deck. See, and that one's like it's <clears> weird. <throat> it's like it was painted on on the wall of, of the a bar, bar under, under a, deck. a deck. So I feel like with that one, I mean anybody could paint. Someone could have painted a smiley face, right? I, I mean, yeah, these are these are. It's weird. So I have some theories. Also, well, okay, okay, keep going. Yeah. Do, do you want to keep going and then you can talk about your theories? Yeah, no, no, I have some theories about everything. Okay, but let's keep moving. Let's. I want to so, move through all these ones that you want to discuss. Yeah, we have two more. Okay. So William Will Hurley. On October 14, 2009, William Will Hurley was found drowned in the Charles River. A 24-year-old Navy veteran went missing six days earlier after attending a Bruins game at TD Gardens. Police theorized that an intoxicated Hurley had walked from the stadium's parking lot, 99 Nashua Street, to the river's edge and fallen in. A smiley face was found painted near the river. Okay. And the last one, Dakota James. On March 6, 2017, the body of 23-year-old graduate student Dakota James was found in the Ohio River. He had gone missing for 40 days earlier on January 25th. The Pittsburgh police theorized James fell into the river while crossing a bridge near the city center and drowned. A smiley face was found spray painted on an underpass near where James's body was discovered. So these are very like this is like like five or six cases out of like we said like six hundred five hundred no six hundred and eighty one right okay I don't see how these grown ass men like twenty something year old men are just like. Oopsie, I dr- I fell into a river. I if they are like, whoopsie, I fell into the river. Oh shit, I'm like sobering up now. I need to get the fuck out of here. And they're gonna like try try to swim to shore. I agree with you. Like, they're gonna panic. Yes, and so it's it feels really weird to me. Like, how are these people? How are these men? All of them ending up in a, a body of water and drowning. It just and then they're I, like the smiley face. Like the smiley face is weird. But, like, okay, someone could have just painted a smiley face. I don't know how long that smiley face has been there. Why is it on that tree or or wall or whatever? But it's still weird that, like, all these, like, capable men are just drowning in a river. Well, I think... Do we know how much they've consumed? <clears throat> I, I don't know how much they've consumed. But, again, Gannon believes that they are drugged. Okay. So... So, so I mean, there's something beyond alcohol in their system. It, well, he's, he believes it, but there's no evidence. That's the thing. Okay. Because by the time they're autopsied, I guess it's I'm out. assuming. I, I, I didn't find evidence of, of that. I could be wrong. But <clears throat> my thing is, is that, okay, let's just take it on face value. that These guys are intoxicated and they go to a body of water. And they decide to swim, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, I guess because you're so intoxicated, you don't have the wherewithal to, to swim very well, then you're going to die. Right. So, um, or if you're walking across a bridge and you misstep because you're stumbling, mm-hmm. you fall into the river, then you die. Right. So, and also because if it's freezing temperatures, your body's going to go into shock. Right. So I think those all things should be like, thought of an account like okay this could be one of those things but my there's just something about this these like this data because i'm a data nerd 
Okay. <laughs> I love data. And, and so looking at the data, there's way too many like smiley faces like with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, I can say like, okay, like, you know, if you were again, like, if you're just a kid and you're like trying to like be your first, like, you know, this is my first like graffiti. I'm going to do a smiley face somewhere. I mean, that's just happenstance, but it's weird that there's so many where these bodies are found. Right. That there's a smiley face graffiti located. Right. So that's, that's weird to me. I, yeah. Because that's the like, kind of overarching thing. It's the thing that seems to connect. Right. <clears throat> so why is the smiley face killer theory being discussed in 2023 if these well, happened almost five years ago? Right. So that's a good question. Why, right. Why? So referencing this um, NBC Chicago article entitled Chicago Drownings, Unsolicited Taxis, Taxi Rides, Spark speculation, but officials say cause or cases aren't related by Tom Jones, written on 328-2023. March 28th, 2023. Yep. From December 2018 to February 2019, there were a dozen deaths. During the same time period the following year, there were 11 deaths. Jumping to December 2022 through February 2023, there have been eight reported drownings countrywide, including four drownings ruled as accidental, two ruled as suicides, and two ruled as undetermined. So currently, the police have stated that there is no connection between the drownings of these people and the smiley face killers. They have stated they have watched camera footage of some of these victims walking toward the water. Some go for a swim on a cold Chicago night after a night of drinking or falling in. So, like, this is the thing. It's like, apparently, there is footage of some of these, some, not all of them, some of these people leaving the bar, leaving the nightclub or whatever, and walking. They end up falling into the body of water. They end up jumping in um, to either swim or, unfortunately, to unalive themselves. What's well, um, calling them to the water? So, that's, that's what's interesting. Like, so, when I've been intoxicated... Um, I don't go, let's go to a water park. Like, I don't, like, let's go to the river. Let's go to the Ohio River and jump in. Right. So, um, so I'm curious as to what's encouraging or what's enticing them to go to the water. Like, I guess I'm just curious as to, uh, okay, this is the Sherlock brain, maybe. I'm thinking of Sherlock Holmes in the British version. Like, the guy that, like, entices people to take the pill. Oh, we're literally, that's literally the next page of this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, no, the, that's literally the next page Okay, of you go script. ahead, and then, we'll, and then I'll go on that tangent. Okay. So, some residents of Chicago are making social media posts stating that they have been approached by unmarked cars, asking if they need a ride home after a late night out. Now, it should be noted that these are not Ubers. Lifts or regular taxis. The users state that sometimes it's a man or a woman or just a man in a like unmarked car that's usually beat up, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something recognizable as like a, an Uber or a Lyft. So I've watched a few videos of people stating this, and, and some seem legitimately like terrified and freaked out mm-hmm. that um, that something has just happened that they are kind of running away from Mm. but then there's some that see 
seem a little bit suspect, as our child would say, a little sus. A little sus. Um, that they're jumping on the virtual bandwagon, That's bandwagon sus. for for likes, and, and we'll get into like the social media piece a little bit later. Okay. <clears throat> but Steph, like, what? Okay, Steph, what does that remind you of? One hundred percent. So the so Andrew and I are big fans <laughs> of the BBC or the British version of Sherlock. Fantastic with Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, a study in pink is the episode, and it talks about uh, a cab driver that essentially, like, people get into a cab, right? You think a cab driver is going to be safe, right? And there's a, a whole plot line where the cab is the cab driver is actually encouraging people to commit suicide by taking this pill because, like, he's like betting with them that he if they take this pill and he takes this pill which one's going to survive and there's like a whole plot line around that and so it makes me think that like maybe these people have been enticed maybe they've taken a cab and they're being dropped off in front of a body of water and they're saying like the cab driver's saying hey if you can survive this jump or if you can survive this you know i i don't know and I got a little tickle in my throat right now, but um, I just wonder if there's something more going on that we're not privy to, like we can't comprehend because right. it's it's so under the radar. It feels so like um, natural every day, like you would grab a cab after drinking as much as these men have been drinking and they're getting into this cab um, and they're getting into this cab or whatever and they are being enticed to a body of water and they're saying like the cab driver maybe is saying do this and then maybe that's why we're seeing these smiley face this writing afterward is like the cab driver's like ha 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 i was right but the thing is so it's it's not at the the point where they're getting thrown in it's a point where they're being found right but that's what not always that's no that's didn't you just say hold on didn't you just say there was one that was most like most of them are the ones like where they're being found. At. Oh, okay. okay. So it's not like they're where they're getting dropped off at. So it's maybe the cab driver then how watches you know? them die. I don't know. How would you know? Okay, I don't that's, know. That's this weird. Is speculation is shit. I, I'm not going to go into. <laughs> I'm totally but, like Sherlock Holmesing the shit out of this right now. So, but here's the thing: is like the okay. So we talked about <clears throat> you know the study in pink, and yeah. that, and that was the one thing that I was thinking about as well. Is that, um, you know, just somebody finding somebody at their most vulnerable, mm-hmm. which they've been, like, they're extremely intoxicated and, you know, they're leaving. They're a, hoping a they just get home safely. Yeah. And the, the, the draw of not having to pay for a Lyft or an Uber right. or a taxi. Oh, yeah, I'm going to just take this home and, like, I won't have to pay for, you know, 20 bucks to get home. Yeah, sure. I'll take you home and just take, and just trusting somebody that they're going to take you home, and then that doesn't happen. I mean, that could happen to anybody. Yeah. So, um, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is still occurring. It hasn't stopped. Yeah, that's what I figured. On June twelfth of this year. So two thousand twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Noah Enos attended a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard concert at the Salt Shed in Chicago with a co-worker. After the late night concert, he left the concert never to be heard from again. 
His girlfriend stated that his cell phone died at 10 p.m. and he didn't make it home. His body was discovered in the Chicago River on Saturday, June 17th at 9.45 in the 1300 block of North Elston Again, Avenue. why would a grown-ass man jump into a fucking river? Like, so that's, I don't understand. That's the thing, is that his girlfriend, when he was missing... And do we, again, do we know how intoxicated these people are? That's what know. I want to know. She said he, he that he didn't respond to texts after 10 p.m. because his phone was dead. You know, she has been pretty out in the open about advocating for, like, you know, he's missing. I don't know where he is. You know, this is what happened. And we need to do something because there's all these people in Chicago that are missing. Yeah. So there's something happening. There's something centrally located with right. Chicago, correct? So, well, yes. For right now, it's Chicago. Illinois, Chicago, and, and, and Indiana. So Pittsburgh was allegedly supposed to be some some of it too, but it's been mostly Chicago. There's been a lot of Chicago stuff going on. Well, there could be definitely a there could be a um, copycat maybe in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I don't. Or there could or well, I don't know. I. So my thought. Okay, let's let's kind of break it down. Okay. So, if this is legitimate and there is a countrywide network of people that are finding these young men after their night in the bar and attacking them and killing them and then dumping their bodies in a large body of water after a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if we're putting putting ourselves in the mind of the killer, what would you do? Would you kind of go from New York... To like Pittsburgh to Chicago, or would you kind of like sporadically do it so that no one could really like find out where you were? Putting my mind into the killer's mind, I would say sporadic. Right. But how how are you going to manage this as a human being? Uh, being able to like how are how are you going to get from here to there? Like how is that going to? Well, if there's multiple people, then. Then you know, right? That's what I'm wondering if this is like a a, a dark web thing. Like that's, that's what I'm thinking. It's yeah. a dark web thing, and so like it's, so it's it's if it's people that are con- like connected through the dark web, right? <clears throat> like you kill this person, or you kill these people here with this con- this set of rules, right? And I'm going to kill these people with this set of rules, and we're going to create this larger map. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's connected to the dark web, um, which again goes through. And again, I know we talked about supernatural stuff last time with you. <laughs> you know, this is again where I'm kind of showing, like showing that um, man is the monster. Man is the monster. Yeah, but he is but, manipulated by Satan. So <laughs> I feel like with this, <clears throat> there is something going on. And, and, and again, with the research that I've done, I, I kind of am conflicted a little bit because I feel like. On one end, I'm like, okay, like, no, there's definitely a correlation here between the killings, the smiley face, like graffiti, how they're found. Correlation is not causation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's not, there's not, there's, we can't say like, this is the cause because there's not enough evidence. Right, right, right. But what I'm seeing is there's too much evidence to say this is, is, it shouldn't be ignored. Yes. So I'm still thinking that there's something to be investigated here. I agree. There's <clears> definitely <throat> something to be investigated here. I mean, I think I think that um, as a society, we need to stop looking at things in silos. 
and stop th- seeing things as like, oh, this is happening in Chicago. Oh, this is happening in. Right. I think we need to start seeing things as like, with especially with social media. I think we need oh, yeah. to start seeing things as like these are connected. So let's really quickly let's I'm gonna go on a, a little bit of a soapbox about social media. Oh here. Jesus, here we go. So okay. um, as much as I love my true crime community on social media. Um, we are doing it kind of a disservice a little bit of looking like taking the um, the spotlight away from things that need to be focused on, and I feel like that happened a couple of times, especially with the Gabby Petito case. Oh, and, you mean because we're because we're like leading police in the wrong direction, right? Like, and not and, we, but like yes, people who are in that. Yeah. yeah, and like, and, and then the fact that like you know people are contacting the police, like I've got this evidence, and it's not really evidence, and like you're just a podcaster, like we are podcasters, we're not, right. we're not detectives, we're discussing <laughs> ideas and theories, but we're not going to go to the cops and say right. you should listen to us, right? Because we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but the thing is, so it's it's something to discuss about like our theories and stuff, but it's not something we should say. Hey, detectives, like, right. this is, we have, like, you have firm have evidence. And in, in, in you and with these cases, there's not a lot. It's it's really weird. It's like there's, like, this through line with, like, the, the smiley face, like, graffiti. It's but again, weird. It's weird. Right. But the cops but also, already know about that. But so also, like, there's other stuff, too, like, where the smiley faces are, like, cleaned up afterwards. Oh. So, like... <sighs> I mean, who knows? Yeah. So it's inconclusive. Yeah. All right. Um, If you're in the Chicago area, don't drink and walk near. Yeah, I would say. I would say if we have any listeners in the in Chicago, also don't take a taxi. Just um, just be really safe. Um, Please, we love you guys, and we want to make sure you're safe and make sure that you take care of yourselves and everyone needs that. And that's like for every, everyone and everything. Like, yeah, I would say if you go out drinking, even at night, like, or go, you know, out at night, you know, have a Just do what Drew and I do. Just drink at home. It's cheaper (laughs) and you can just make your own shit at home. Yeah. But but if you do go out in Chicago, like have a buddy, like, you know, make sure that somebody has your information. Don't go swimming in the Chicago River. Yeah. Make sure that somebody, like, has your tag, like, to know where you are. So, again, um, so, listeners, what do you think? We want to hear your ideas. Um, you know, you know, what are your theories regarding the situation? And we want to hear if you have any other ideas for a true crime-related story we should tell. Yes. So, just remember that you can email us at contactspiritofspirits at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, which we don't use very often anymore. Well, yeah. Um, Spirit of Spirits. Now we're on Threads. Oh yeah, we are on Threads now. <laughs> we are. Yeah, Instagram. Like we connected our Instagram through Threads. Yeah, so you can like if you go to our Instagram, there's like a little thing. It has like a click, bunch of numbers, and yeah. you can go to our Threads. I don't know. We might not do that very often, but who knows? <laughs> and again, our Instagram is Spirited underscore Spirits underscore Podcast. So I'm going to give a challenge to all of our listeners. We, okay. are, we are very close to 500 followers on Instagram. so close. So tell your family and friends <laughs> about how these nerdy folk talk about spooky stuff. And you listen to it every week. And we're kind of funny. We're kind of fun. Um, and are we? I mean, we, I don't know. We could be. <laughs> um, and then let them know about us. 
um, yeah, share our podcast. And also, hey, another thing too, you can review us at Apple Podcasts. You can like put our review in and like say, hey, like these guys kind of rock. <laughs> Um, you can review us on Spotify. <laughs> Stephanie's coughing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're we might... it's Kentucky and it's allergies. Yeah, and it's apparently there's another uh, a wildfire coming in. Yep. The the yeah, I get tired of these uh, alerts saying that our our air quality is. <coughs> Poor. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Apologies. Apologies. So we hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode yes please please keep listening and give us ideas give us suggestions send us your feedback we'd love to hear from you at con uh at gmail.com at spirited spirits podcast on instagram we'd love to hear from you guys and uh, we hope you keep listening to us yeah as we talk about spirits while we sip on spirits good night good night <laughs>